Mollemast, a place of importance. Just outside the village of Balator, one of the great historic sites of Leinster rises from the plains of Kildare. It was here the royal site of Mastu once held sway. Perched high on a ridge with regal views over much of the plain of South Kildare and the Wicklow Mountains. Known as Mullamas today, the name derives from Mullach Mastu, meaning the height of Mastu. Had we been fortunate enough to visit the ridge over a thousand years ago during the early medieval period, we might have borne witness to the making of a monarch. For Mastu represented the power base of the Udunling, kings of Lagan or Leinster, who controlled a territory that roughly equates with the southern half of today's province. Mastu was almost certainly the place where these kings were inaugurated and took dominion over their people in a ceremony that imbued them with the royal authority of their office and bound them to their land. Testament to this is the spectacular pillar stone associated with the site and now housed in the National Museum of Ireland. Thought to have been used as an inauguration stone in these royal ceremonies, its richly carved spiral decoration has been dated to the 6th century. The stone is crossed with a number of deep cuts, said to have been made as the warriors of Leinster sharpened their swords on the stone before heading to war. Today, the landscape of Mastu provides us with clues to its important past, written in the cluster of monuments scattered along the ridgeline. Like similar royal sites at Tara, Cruchon and Aonmacha, these monuments, which include a large ring fort, an enclosure, barrows and a standing stone, indicate that Mastu's prestige had ancient and prehistoric origins. The story of Mullamast unfolds in the shadow of this famed royal site, just a few hundred metres down the gentle slope that leads to fields in the easternmost portion of Mullamast townland. During prehistory, it was home to a pond which in the Bronze Age was exploited by industrious locals who heated water there using hot rock technology. Their activity was part of the densely rich prehistoric settlement and funerary landscape that was uncovered by archaeologists during work in advance of the M9, M10 motorway that winds its way through Kildare. But our focus is on a later time, a time after the prehistoric pond had long since disappeared, a time after the great royal inaugurations on nearby Masto had ended. Instead, our story begins in the late 12th century, when Richard Fitzgilbert de Clare, better known to us today as Strongbow, had swept into Ireland at the head of the Anglo-Normans, irrevocably altering the course of Irish history. Following his arrival in 1170, Strongbow quickly gained control of Leinster, claiming his right to its lordship through his marriage to Aoife, daughter of the King of Leinster, Dermot MacMurrah. The old Irish noble dynasties in Kildare were replaced by Anglo-Normans such as Walter de Riddlesford, who counted Mullamast as one of his new lordly acquisitions. It would pass through a number of hands over the coming generations until the powerful Fitzgeralds, 
the Earls of Kildare, incorporated Mullamast into their considerable estates in the middle of the 14th century. When the first Anglo-Normans arrived at Mullamast, they would have been struck by its fertile, well-drained soils, ideal for both livestock and crop cultivation. The countryside they surveyed had long since been bent to the plough, with the ancient forests removed millennia before to make way for neat fields. A network of streams, likely tributaries of the nearby river Greece, provided a ready water supply. All in all, Mullamass seemed ripe for settlement. Perhaps one final factor tipped the scales. As colonisers, the Anglo-Normans frequently sought to establish themselves on or beside former centres of Irish power. Glancing up the slope towards the royal site of Mastu, the Anglo-Normans made their decision. The settlement they created at Mullamast endured from the late 12th to at least the late 15th century, and perhaps longer. But the village that once thrived here eventually vanished below the sod, lying forgotten across the centuries until the excavation, the largest ever undertaken on a single medieval settlement in rural Ireland, uncovered its secrets and brought it back to life.